This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. All right, here we go. Good morning. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. And welcome to our Thursday show. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show taking over for the next four hours. And we thank you for spending part or maybe all of your day with us. Good morning. And we got a party to talk about, too. So got details on uh, KLAQ Cinco de Mayo party I'll tell you about in just a few minutes. We're going to have a late night roundup, which we try to do every morning at around this time. We got that on the way. And uh, from the YMCA, Executive Director Bill Kuhn is going to be in from El Paso YMCA's to talk about their uh, event on Saturday as they're kind of gearing up, get ready for summer and all kinds of kids and youth programs that the YMCA has to offer. So Bill Kuhn for the YMCA is also going to drop by later on the show today. Let's get a look at El Paso weather as we're getting close to the weekend. We can start taking a peek at what the weekend holds as far as the forecast. El Paso weather is brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. You can set up all your tee times and reservations online at PaintedDunes.com or you can give them a call at 915-821-2122 for Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. Sunny today, 85 for the high temperature, and the winds are going to be light. So today really is a is a primo day to get out and play golf. If you're lucky enough to get out on a Thursday afternoon, I think you would really enjoy today. 85, sunshine, light winds. For Friday, sunny, 92, a little bit windier, but not until later in the afternoon. So starting off the day, uh, winds aren't going to pick up to... 10 to 15 miles an hour until about 3 o'clock in the afternoon tomorrow. Saturday's sunny, but we're looking for some high winds as part of the forecast both Saturday and Sunday. Winds up between 15 and 20. High, but not so hot. You know, not crazy high winds. Mid-90s and uh, as the afternoon drags on in the after, uh, on over the weekend, you're going to see some high winds on Saturday and Sunday. El Paso weather brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. Don't forget they've got that big party hall. They can accommodate all kinds of parties for you. So find out more information about that at PaintedDunes.com. All right, let's find out what's uh, coming up on the show today. Nico Ajimian is going to bring us some news headlines later. So, Nico, what are we looking at? on the news front today. Uh, Four astronauts on the International Space Station are now headed back to Florida. They will uh, undock early today after spending a (laughs) hundred... Undock. I can't say the word dock or docking (laughs) without some giggles. Uh, They've been on the ISS for 176 days and they are scheduled for a pre-dawn splashdown off the Florida coast. So they might uh, already be back right, you know, Right around this hour. Okay. And these as are, we speak. As we speak. These are astronauts, not rich people. No, these are not any of the celebrities. These are actual legit astronauts. Legit astronauts. <laughs> they got the wings. Joanna Entertainment mm-hmm. News, what do we have coming up uh, this morning on your Hollywood report? Netflix says it is actively discussing security protocols for future events. They explain that another festival is happening 
next week at the Hollywood Bowl, same place where Dave Chappelle was attacked. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. John Mulaney <laughs> is headlining that one, and now they are discussing how they are going to actively have better security. Yeah, where is security this whole time that people just keep running on stage? I, I don't even know. Like, who were all those people that were on stage beating up the guy that tackled Dave Chappelle? Did you hear it was like Busta Rhymes who really <laughs> roughed him up? Let me show you how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Yep. Yeah, it seems like there is a, a lack of control over who can jump up on stage at comedy shows. Nico, do you find that on the local level as well? That if somebody did want to just come up on stage, there's really not a lot keeping them from doing it? Yeah. What What? <laughs> what, what would stop somebody? I don't know. There's nobody You don't have security like, like at a concert? At, at a concert, the entire stage is really with right. security. Yeah, yeah they should get those guys over who do it at the Don Haskins. Because they won't let anyone through. Right. Um, who, who have other comics been attacked, or is this the only one? No. Well, it's the second one. I mean, you can't. You got to count. I don't count Chris you Rock. Don't count no. because no. But even if there had been a hundred guys up there, they would have let Will Smith go through. Because right, that's such a weird, weird situation. Still, that's like, not normal. There was nobody there to be like or at least escort him like nobody ran up no security ran up to will smith he, he was set up in the front row too so he just cl right. clamored so up he was on able stage. to just go right away but nobody like even bothered to run on stage and again such a weird situation it's will smith slapping chris oh, rock wait, on stage at the are, wait which one were you talking about joanna yeah that one yeah will they smith. were both in the front row will smith was in the front row and this guy that attacked Chappelle jumped up i don't know if he'd been in the front row the whole time or if he just moved up there but he and just kind of jumped on stage olivia wilde gets those custody papers in the middle of her <laughs> okay. presentation that's another security right what thing? if that had been a guy a crazy person with a knife yeah good point right um they need to get those guys who do the concerts at the don haskins because those guys don't let anyone go sure those big beefy bald-headed guys yeah, those in the back of their neck shirts. looks like a pack of hot dogs yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about exactly <laughs> they know what's up those guys get it done they need to see a doctor <laughs> i've got a picture of the gun knife that the uh, guy had when he attacked and tackled dave Chappelle. and i say gun knife because it's all in one it's not a real gun it's a fake gun but it's got a knife that flips out of the end of it that's a novelty i've seen them in truck stops and stuff mm, okay and so the gun isn't real but the knife definitely is real so uh there were metal detectors at the venue but tmz says there was one entrance where the attacker could have gotten around them Speaking of the assailant, he's actually a wannabe rapper who released a song in 2020 called Dave Chappelle. <laughs> but he misspelled Chappelle's name in his track, uh, which I can't play without previewing because it's got profanity. <laughs> Didn't you say there was another song that the, that this same guy had released? Yes, there was other uh, songs referencing um, Walking Into the Bowl. He's walking into the bowl or running, running on stage in the bowl. Remember, this was where Dave Chappelle at got the attacked Hollywood Bowl was at the Hollywood wait, Bowl. Wait, wait. So people aren't sure. So there were several other lyrics in his other rap songs. One was running into the bowl. And that's all he says. And then another one was a, a pro Trump song saying, why is everyone attacking my president? Aha. Uh -huh. So that just gives you a little okay. peek into the mind of the, the guy, the erstwhile rapper who charged Dave Chappelle on stage. Charge, tackled him. I mean, he actually got 
he actually did enough damage that he tackled the guy. Uh, Chappelle's rep issued a statement yesterday calling the attack unfortunate and settling, but said Dave refused to let it ruin the event, which was the Netflix is a joke event. Got audio of Amber Heard on the stand yesterday, so she oh, how's that a testimony. Dumpster fire going. Well, she talks about how difficult it's been sitting in court and listening to this and how difficult now that it is for her to get up on stage and talk. And, uh, you know, I think she makes it pretty clear that that she doesn't want to be there and that she's being sued by her ex-husband and that the whole thing is very sad to her. But she also talked about, uh, according to her, the first time that Johnny Depp ever hit her was because she laughed at his Wino Forever tattoo, which is kind of like the most famous celebrity tattoo ever. Oh, right. Do you know the story about the Wino Forever? It said uh, Winona Forever. Right. Mm. He dated Winona Ryder, and he got Winona Forever, and then when they broke up, he changed it into Wino Forever. Wino Forever. And I guess, according to Amber Heard, she laughed at that the first time she saw it and heard the story. And uh, her story is that that was the first time that Johnny Depp struck her. Ray J says that Kim Kardashian and Kris Jenner were in from the very beginning on releasing the sex tape. In fact, they released the sex tape because he had never had possession of the sex tape that made Kim Kardashian famous. So it's more convoluted than it sounded originally? Yeah, well, I mean, it's uh, who you're going to believe, right? So, I believe Ray J. <laughs> I, I believe I, Ray J. I'm, well. a li- I'm a little inclined to believe him more. Yeah. Uh, he says, I've sat in the shadows for over 14 years allowing the Kardashians to use my name, abuse my name, make billions of dollars, talking about a topic that I've never spoken about. Ray J says, I never leaked anything. I never leaked a sex tape in my life. I it, it, It's always been a deal and a partnership between Kris Jenner and Kim and me, and we've been partners since the beginning of this thing. So I suppose they'll, the Kardashians will probably answer back on that. The one thing Ray J admits in this uh, interview is that the sex tape was his idea, and it was an idea he came up with after seeing what Paris Hilton's sex tape did for her profile and celebrity Wait, status. Wait, Ray J is actively confirming the thought that we've all had that she released this on purpose to get famous? He says that he couldn't have released the tape because he never even had possession of it. <gasps> Kim had the tape, according to Ray. But it was his idea for her to get famous by releasing we a sex tape? make a sex tape and release it like your friend... Who I think Kim Kardashian worked for Paris Hilton right. at one point. Yes, she did. She organized We should her do closet. what Paris did. And according to Ray J, and again, it, it's you know a matter of who you believe in. Oh, him. Is. Him. Definitely him. <laughs> uh, he said he's fed up with being blamed for leaking it because he didn't do it. And it's really affected his ability to That's make a living. That's funny so. you mentioned that because they keep pushing that Kardashian show on me. On Hulu? Every, time, every time you go on every Hulu, time, tries to get you. And apparently, in one of the episodes, like Kanye gives Kim this big gift, and they're like not together anymore. But he shows up and he gives her this gift in this box, and it's apparently supposed to be like the rest Davidson's of the, head. No, <laughs> no, it's supposed to be like the the second part or what Ray J was threatening to leak next, another sex tape or something like that. That's and the thing all, that popped up on the ro- as a Roblox ad. Right? And I'm all, oh, God, it's 
stop pushing this on me. Right. You're assaulting my eyes by trying to get me to watch this show. And you know, Hulu has this thing where you can click on something and you can say, like, stop suggesting this to me. So why don't you do that? I did do that, but now I'm being attacked on Facebook and stuff (laughs) with, like, these clips. Hulu must really feel like you need to watch this show, Joey. I think Hulu or, like, (laughs) Facebook just keeps hearing that we talk about it. Don't put this on me. It's not my fault. <laughs> I mean, who brought, you it, brought up? it up? I did, didn't <laughs> It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Party at the Tin Man today. Glenn's going to be at the George Dieter location, 1495 at Tin Man. And between four and six, he's going to have tickets to see Jack White, who's coming to town May 27th. And the party is going to be going on at all six Tin Man locations with special cervezas for Cinco de Mayo on tap. Tony has a special guest tonight on Loudwire Night starting at 7 o'clock. Guest DJ Aaron Jones. So that's going to be a big one. Aaron. Right at the start of the show, Aaron is going to be the guest DJ at 7. Three Days Grace fans, you won't want to miss Friday's. Loudwire Nights, as Tony will have the band on talking about their just released, or it will be, it's not released yet, but will be tomorrow, their new album, Explosions. The band's also going to be playing many of the new songs, so that's Aaron Jones, guest DJ tonight. Three Days Grace will be on with Tony tomorrow on Loudwire Nights. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, inductees were announced, and whether she wants it or not, Dolly Parton, they will go out and lead her away in handcuffs if they have to to (laughs) induct her into the rock. I'm kidding. She uh, uh, was nominated and came out in one of the classiest moves ever. I thought Dolly Parton said, hey, you know, with all respect, and I love rock and roll, but I'm not a rock artist, so take my name out of contention. And then she came back and said, okay, well, you know, if you do it, I'll show up and accept it. So they inducted Dolly Parton, or they will. Uh, this is the class of 2022 inductees. In the performer category, Pat Benatar, Duran Duran, Eminem, Eurythmics, Dolly Parton, Lionel Richie, and Carly Simon. Born to be mild. <laughs> <laughs> Now get this, Judas Priest, who I have been railing on 20 years that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame can't call itself the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame unless they put Judas Priest in immediately. They've been inducted, but they've been inducted in a special musical excellence category. Hmm. So Judas Priest is getting in the same category as R&B songwriting duo Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Ceremony will take place... Saturday, November 5th in Los Angeles. Further details will be announced later on the Rock Hall's website and social media. And Dolly Parton says that it, she'll show up, she'll accept her award, and she wants to perform something very rocking. Ooh, what's what's Dolly's most rocking song? Nine to five? I don't know. It's kind of up-tempo, I guess. So people pointed out Dolly's done covers of rock songs before on some of her albums.
Oh. <laughs> oh, this is oh, a famous how song. Lovely. <laughs> okay. Stupid. I want to go to the part where, like, in the Led Zeppelin song where Jimmy Page is just ripping it up on guitar and see if they've got that or if on Dolly's version there's a mandolin solo or something <laughs> instead. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like banjos to me. So in your head, Drew, don't be yes. alarmed now. <laughs> I love Dolly Parton. She's great. I do love Dolly Parton. She has a very interesting voice, almost like a trill in, in, in the voice. That very distinctive voice. Yeah. I can love somebody and say, well, there's got, there, there are other Hall of Fames for that, right? All right, so Dolly Parton wow. will be inducted in the she Rock Roll. She should get in for just that song, yeah. Okay. <laughs> And uh, Rob Halford has spoken out and says that he's okay, I guess, with Judas Priest being inducted into the Rock Hall of Fame Musical Excellence Award, which always seems like one of those Oscars that they give somebody who didn't win an Oscar, and then they realize, oh, crap, this person's going to pass away soon, so we got to give them something. <laughs> so they give them like a Lifetime Achievement Award. You're not fooling me, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> you still suck. Time for the Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events, and then we're going to get into uh, entertainment news. Joanna has a little Hollywood news headed our way. Of course, it is Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco, everybody. Today's International Roller Derby Day and World Asthma Day today. Birthdays today include singer Adele. Who is 34. Happy happy birthday. Birthday for Henry Cavill, the most recent Superman, who is 39 today. And uh, actress Danielle Fischel, Topanga from Boy Meets World. Ah, Topanga. You were the first. Everybody in the, every boy in the (laughs) 90s had a crush on Topanga. My first love. Danielle Fischel is 41. From uh, the 80s sitcom Family Ties, Teeny Yothers is 49. And former NBC Nightly News anchor Brian Williams celebrates birthday today. He's 63. Actor John Rhys Davies is 78. So he was uh, in the first Indiana, for the first Raiders of the Lost Ark, he was Indy's sidekick, Sala. Sala! Yeah, that's great. And then he shows up as Gimli. Indy. Oh, in Lord of the Rings, he was Gimli the Dwarf. That's the same actor? Oh, wow. It's the same actor. That's crazy. I think he was also... Indy, my friend. I'm almost certain he was in at least some of the seasons of Sliders. Was that what it was called? Sliders? The the one about burgers? No, no, no. It was Jerry (laughs) O'Connell was in it, and they would... They wouldn't go backward and forward in time, but they, they would, would go slide, to different reality. Yeah. Was okay. that called the slider? It was called it was sliders. Called sliders, yes. right? Anyway, Jonathan Reese Davies is seventy-eight today. One of the Monty Python superstars, Michael Palin, is seventy-nine today. Love me some Python. 
And <laughs> Can you isolate shut that? Up. Shut up. Love me yeah, some Monty sure. Python. Love me some Anaconda. Love me some Python. Love me some Trouser Snake. God dang it. And one of my favorite, I wouldn't even say obscure actors, but one of those guys that's been in so many things that even if you don't know him, you know him. Lance Henriksen is 82. He was the android bishop uh, in, in the Alien movies. Near Dark is a great 80s vampire movie that he was in. Uh, anyway, Lance Henriksen is 82 today. 160 years ago, in 1862, the Mexican army got an upset victory over the invading French. So the French were trying to invade Mexico, and the, the Mexicans bested them at the Battle of Puebla. And that is celebrated today as Cinco de Mayo. Not so much in Mexico, because Mexico realizes, hey, it was a win, but it was over the French. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It is not Mexican Independence Day, as a lot of people think. That's September 16th, also known as December. Not a federal holiday in Mexico, voluntary holiday, but there aren't as many huge celebrations. You know where I bet there are huge celebrations? Places where um, tourists go. <laughs> I right. bet you they have big celebrations for Cinco de Mayo in Mazatlan and... Cabo San Lucas. Absolutely, they do it there. On the that day, what? When did the uh, Mexican army uh, develop the margarita to fight the French? Uh, probably right before. They were probably okay. powered by margarita uh, as they were going into battle against the French. That makes sense. Yesterday, of course, was May the Fourth, Star Wars Day. As it may the fourth be with you, and may the fourth be with you. And today is uh, Cinco de Mayo. So, you, what that means is at midnight. The two overlapped, at least for a nanosecond. It was Star Wars Day and Cinco de Mayo. You ever thought of that? Mm. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Happy Cinco de Mayo to everybody. Last year, we had some uh, some folks who were upset, and I totally validate uh, their feelings. They right. thought it was disrespectful that we did uh, a tortilla slap trivia contest on Cinco de Mayo. But the more I thought about it, it's like, this isn't even a, seri- a a holiday that's taken all that seriously in Mexico. So what what are they upset about? And who are we offending? So Once I figured again, maybe... the tortillas. Maybe it was the tortilla part <laughs> that was offensive. Maybe so it's we, the white guys who like Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, maybe they were offended. So we decided to change it up. Instead of tortillas, we're going to do ch- churros. And the churros that we have are from Frontera Churros. Uh, they made them up for us, and they're Star Wars churros. How they're, cute are they? They look like lightsabers, and they have like a little wrapper that looks like a lightsaber, and mine's blue, and mine's red. They you also guys, have a green one in here. I need you to take a picture. I already did. Okay, good. A couple, yeah. Of me, both of but, you. But, Joanna, what you did, you left them in the fridge, yep. and Buzz right now was like, dude! These are so hard. Go go microwave them. And I was go like, microwave I'm, them? I'm not going to microwave this right now. Joanna specifically put them in the fridge. They're we hot. specifically gave instructions to leave them in the fridge so they could be nice and hard for you I guys. Was telling, I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was telling Nico before we get this started, whenever I do one of these contests with mm-hmm. Brandon, let's say like 10 is like full strength. 
I'd always think, oh, okay, well, we'll do it like like a seven. Uh-huh. Right, because you're not trying to really hurt anybody. Brandon would take it to 20 or 30 <laughs> every single time. I mean, he would haul off and slug me so hard. Yeah, for sure. So in the spirit of Brandon, that's what I'm going to do. As soon as you get one wrong, I'm just going to lay this across, this churro, I'm going to smack across your jaw so hard it might loosen some teeth. So get ready for it, jerk. God, again, I'm the one nervous because I came up with the trivia questions. We've got Cinco Ugh. de Mayo trivia, and we're going to go back and forth. Every wrong answer, the other person gets to slap the person who gave the wrong answer <laughs> with a churro. A churro. A churro. Uh, How many churros were there? Just two? Uh, three. Well, we have a the they the, the lightsaber ones are three, and then we have a bag of three extras. We have some backups. Those are mine. Those are the ones you got or made? No, like those. I'm calling dibs on those. <laughs> churros. Don't touch those. They might, our churros might no break, churros. which is why you have, it's like baseball. If your bat breaks, they got other bats right. in there you could use. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo marks the anniversary of Mexico's underdog win over France at the Battle of Puebla in 1862. So this Buzz, was where's Puebla in Mexico? Do you know? I think it might have been in California because what I've got here says a bunch of mining workers from Mexico celebrated it in California a year later, and that's how the celebration got started. It's more popular in the U.S. than it is in Mexico, where it's not even a national holiday. And it's been Drinco de Mayo since the beer companies started using it to market uh, their cervezas in the 1980s. Her vases. All right. Uh, a few big chains are running deals today before uh, we get to the churro slap contest. We run through some of these. Chili's has $5 cocktails. 7 Eleven selling its new spicy breakfast empanadas with any size coffee for $4 in honor of Cinco de Mayo. Ooh, empanadas. And Chipotle is doing free delivery with the promo code DELIVER. That's the promo code DELIVER. So, in the spirit of Cinco de Mayo, here is my churro in hand. Who's going to get the first question? Which one of you wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. If I miss one, okay. I want to judge how hard Nico thinks is appropriate to hit me with a churro. Also, I want Star because I'm a bigger Star Wars fan than Buzz is. Apparently you yeah. are, yeah. I won Star Wars trivia yesterday, so let's give Buzz a chance. Okay. Let's, let's let him go first. Once again, we're just going to go in the order that I wrote them in. Okay. All right, Buzz, you ready? I yes. need verbal confirmation. Thank La you. I, I, I was just thinking, though, last year all the questions were about Either Cinco de Mayo or Mexico. Mexico. What are the questions? There's a theme. Like if this were a Jeopardy category, what would the you call it? The theme is the number five. All right. So all the answers involve the number five yes. in some way, shape, in or form. In some way. Are you ready? I'm ready. Woo! All right. Here we go. Buzz. This American pop band was first formed in 1994 and was originally named Kara's Flowers. A pop band? Yes. Does the band have the number five in their name? Well, the number five has to be involved in the, either the question or the answer in some way or other. What? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know the answer. <laughs> you do? I think so. I'll say Spice Girls? Is that going to be your final answer? Yeah. Oh, I've been wanting to try this out. Oh, i got to put it louder. A little more vo 
<laughs> no, that's wrong. Is it five for fighting? No, another one. You both should slap each other. No, no, I get to slap you because you got it wrong. He got it wrong. <laughs> but you got it wrong. Right. The answer was Maroon 5. Oh! oh. All right. For the first slap first of the Chiro contest. I think you want to do it over here so my microphone picks it up. Oh, my God. You're... Get close. Don't back away. <laughs> oh, my God. Ow. I think I got cinnamon in his eye. <laughs> Who slaps across the eyebrow? <laughs> My bad. Nico, aim better. That was pretty Cheek. hard. I got to tell you, that was about an 11. That wasn't. An 11. There was a spray of sugar and cinnamon in his eye right now. <gasps> Be careful with the cinnamon and the sugar, you guys. Your turn. Nico. All right, let's have it. This 1997 movie takes place in the 23rd century. Where a cabbie must race against time uh, in a wicked industrialist oh God, what? to save humanity. <sighs> it sounds like a like a Bruce Willis monk God movie. Dang like. it! But shut up. I know he was in that movie Twelve Monkeys that goes to the future. Is that your final answer? Nope. Fifth Element. That's correct. Thank you. That's how it works. But did you know the answer to that one was? Yeah, he did. Yeah, hardcore. I knew Fifth Element. So all, all right. the answers do have five or some form the, of five. The question or the answer or will the have question. the number five. All right. All right, fine. Buzz. Yeah. You could not turn the radio on in 1997 without hearing this song that included the names Pamela, Sandra, and Rita. What year? 1997. Mambo number oh! five. All right. I wanted the steel. Oh, crud. Give Nico one. All right, Nico. This American pop band was formed in 1964 and had hits such as ABC and I'll Be There. A pop, a pop band? Yes. 1964. Didn't they call the Beatles the Fab Five Four? Four, yeah. But that's, you know, that's the not number the Fab Five. Not yeah, five. The, uh, time is running out. You gotta okay. give an answer. <laughs> the Jackson Five. God. Oh my God. Dang. You want to something funny? Buzz came up with that question. He didn't think I would know. I know. Yeah, I thought so too. That's why I was like, we'll give that one to Nico. I ain't ignorant. <laughs> Buzz. Yeah. Again, I swear, I'm just going in the order that I wrote them in. The fifth wedding anniversary is traditionally named the what anniversary? <sighs> Wood. Is that your final answer? Yes. Really? What? You gotta it's be no. Wood anniversary. Why would you? I thought. Why would you give them wood on? The, uh, I, guess I don't so. know, man. Sorry, like one the first is one like is paper. paper, right? One of them is paper. Fifty. Five, wait, five. Wait, five or five? Fi oh, five. Yeah, that makes sense. I thought you said fifty. The fifth. The fiftieth no, is like diamond. Gold or silver or something. That's I don't know. I've, good I've never even gotten to five before, so I've never <laughs> even gotten a relationship to the wood level. This would be our sixth year, Buzz. Aw, we should find out what that one is. Churro. Churro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I got that. That was, that was That's good. amazing. Yes. That was pulled. Nico. Yeah. Name the five members of NSYNC. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. Joey Fatone. AJ. AJ. 
Even if you get this, you lose because it means you know the five members of NSYNC. <laughs> Joey Fatone, Joey. Justin Timberlake, AJ. AJ. Well, there were only three. <laughs> there are five, sir. Who's the fat one? Then the skinny one. Joey. Oh, yeah. No, uh, uh, Joey, uh, Justin, uh, AJ, uh, who's the other one? No! Oh, was that it? <laughs> yeah, AJ's not in NSYNC. Who, who's the guy with the initials? JC. JC! <laughs> I'm sorry. JC Chazé. Wow, Buzz. Uh, you lose, sir. You lose now. Because <laughs> you have posters but in your freaking studio back there. I could have just looked. You could have just looked, yeah. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Oh my God, I'm excited. Go. <laughs> a slapping. Tilt your head a little to the left. No, that, you're no I'm not going to give you angle for it. Look at how he's bracing himself. Oh! <laughs> oh my god, he's got a big blue mark. It knocked all the blue sugar, and now it's on his face. You look like a big dumb oh, that idiot. Hurt. Oh. That's a blue mark. <laughs> oh man, you think that wasn't harder than you slapped me. No, it hurt though. But that's hilarious. <sighs> How many ready? more questions do we have? I thought we were gonna go five each. Five yeah. for five. Yeah, all right. I'm disoriented. I don't know how many there are. We can do two more if you want. All right. Buzz, this master assassin is one of the 43 children who were all born on the 12th hour of the first day of October 1989 to mothers without any previous signs of pregnancy. Umbrella Academy? Okay. Wait, what's the question again? <laughs> this master assassin is one of 43 children who were all born on the 12th hour of the first day of October 1989 to mothers without any previous signs of pregnancy. I don't know his name. Number five? Is that your final answer? Yes. <laughs> Number five of Umbrella Academy. I had Jump no idea. Up. God, what? I wanted to hit him so bad. Right I know. Now. Oh, Let's... man. I might be scot-free. All I got to do is get one more right, and I don't get churro slapped again. <laughs> Nico. Yes. Nico, have you ever been slapped in the face so hard with a Did long, slap... oblong object like this before? With ridges in it? Yeah. With ridges? No. Ridges. Did you slap the blue off the churro and onto Nico? Yep. And onto my mic. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big mess in here. Nico. Yes. This horror franchise recently released their fifth installment, where in all five films to date, Roger L. Jackson has voiced the killers. Ole. A horror franchise? Chucky? Is that the answer you're going to go with? No, because your, your tone says I'm not going to go with that. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Five seconds. <laughs> I didn't know we were tying. Chucky. Okay, Chucky. Chucky. Yeah. Brad Dorff is the voice of Chucky, ding dong. That's true. Okay, what is it? Scream. Oh! Ooh. You ready to take your punishment? I don't... Do you want it on the other side? Yeah, I'll give it on the other side. All right, here goes. It's churro oh, slap no. for getting a question wrong about the number five. Don't do it hard. I'm, I'm going to do a backhand. <laughs> what you don't know is I've got a backhand like Boris Becker. Ready? 
Stop! Ow! <laughs> that was the worst. Why? You stumbled and then got my chin. No, I didn't stumble. Yeah. How did he stumble? I don't know, but it felt like it bumped my face several times. <laughs> One more round. That was the ridges. Buzz. Yes. Also, like the sugar is scraping, like it's very scrapey on the face. It's abrasive. <laughs> like you could scrub pots with it. You guys were slapping so much- each other with churros every time somebody gets a wrong answer because it's our Cinco de Mayo quiz, and we're honoring Mexican culture by slapping each other with churros. I That's think right. we're doing great. Yeah. Buzz. Yes. Name the five members of the Backstreet Boys. I honestly. Come what on. Is five. I got that same question. Uh, AJ McLean. Wow, he's giving me last names. Niall Horan. Go on. Harry Styles. Belafonte. Go on. That's three. Uh, the the one who might be oh, like my. Arab or something. Wow. Yeah, that's a good name. Sure. Whatever that guy's name is. And I'll go with, uh, I don't know, uh, Nick Lachey? Is that your final answer? It might as well be. You know, if you had not given last names, you were almost there. First of all, you were naming, I think, One Direction at one point. <laughs> With Harry you Styles. threw in 98 Degrees. <laughs> who's, who's 98 Degrees? Nick Lachey. If you had just stuck to Nick, you know I would have accepted I, that. I am so proud to take this churro slap for not knowing my boy band. Which one's the hardest one? How hard are the churros, by Ooh, the way? This one's harder. That's okay. the one Joanna wants to eat. Know, don't can't eat use that my, one. don't. Okay. You know, I still have one more opportunity to churro slap I don't care. Here. I'm going to take advantage God of this dang one. Dang it. All right. This one's floppy now, though. Yeah. Oh, Floppy. Get some good wind action. No, put into your it. Ha- put your hand down. You can't do this. Don't do it like okay, but- diagonal. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Did that hurt? Can you see the sugar? Yeah, it's welting. <laughs> it's a churro welt. <laughs> Please take a picture of that. Oh. Everybody wanted to see the stamps on the cheeks, my you guys. My churro broke. Oh. oh, my God. How hard did you hit him? I didn't think that hard. I got a mushroom print on my face. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one more question, and it's right. for Nico. Nico. Meaning, if he doesn't get it right, I've got a chance at revenge. <laughs> Nico. Name the five Great Lakes. Lake Michigan, Lake Superior, Lake Huron. Uh, wait, Lake Michigan, Lake Superior, Lake Huron. Lake Superior. Lake Inferior. Lake Duron. Okay, I, I don't know. Is that helping at all? No, Lake Superior, Lake Michigan, Lake <laughs> Is that Huron. Helping? Oh, you were doing so great. I know, Lake Michigan, Lake Superior, Lake Huron. One of them has a scary name. Lake Ghoul? (laughs) One of them has a creepy name. Lake Syria! Wait, was there one more? Ontario. Oh, 
Ontario. Yeah. But you were supposed to get your song ready, remember? Which one? The Bella, Ella Fitzgerald song. Oh, no. Nah, forget about that. Nico. You ready? One yeah. final churro slap. All right. I'm sorry, Buzz. Don't. No. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Who hits a neck? I missed his chin Honestly. and hit, slapped him right across his turkey neck. It's just like it's still flapping back and It forth. was not. Yeah, it still is. <laughs> You got my double chin. <laughs> the sad thing about this is this stupid contest, actual Mexicans are going to have to clean up the mess later. Today. Yeah, <laughs> our porchella is going to have to clean it up. I apologize. We can have our cafecito on this side of the border. You can have your With cafecito. our churro on yeah. this side. I'm going to have my churro on the other side. You got your churro on both sides, didn't you? <laughs> Someone wants to know if you can smack Nico so hard that he grows hair and a mustache. I'd smack him on top of his head if I wanted to do him any favors. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, first, special thanks to Frontera Churros at 501 South Campbell mm-hmm. Street. Yeah, thank All you. Right. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. KLAQ wants to send you and a guest to Miami to see Motley Crue, along with Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett. Concert is on June 18th, and you can win it by listing every day at three specific times of day for a code word. Once you hear the code word, enter it on the KLAQ mobile app. So the first one is going to be at 10 a.m. today. The second one is going to be at 2 p.m. The third one is going to be at 5 p.m. And that's every day of the week, including weekends, Saturday and Sunday included. Listen for the code word, enter at the KLAQ mobile app. The prize is courtesy of Better Noise Music, and it's airfare for two, hotel for two nights, tickets for two to the show, two tour t-shirts, and even $500 spending cash from Town Square Media. So listen for those code words. We're playing for an awesome flyaway trip to Miami to see Motley Crue and Def Leppard on their stadium tour, along with Poison and Joan Jett. Yes, our thanks to uh, Frontera Churros. They make very, very solid churros. I can vouch for that. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't break, though. Nice. I I thought for sure they were going to break. That's why I had them in the fridge. So they could harden. Oh, that's what's going on. Yep. I've got um, some neckline calls, and I just want to give a heads up. People leave messages Okay. Sometimes people you might be offended but or mystified by what people are saying, but And you should really point out that you listen to all of the calls that come in and you're willing to to play back any of the calls that come in. Yeah. I mean as long as they might be interesting to somebody. So let's listen to some of the calls. The neckline number is open twenty four hours a day. You can leave a message. Eight four four eight zero five neck. That's eight four four eight zero five six three two five. Hi, Buzz Adams Morning Show. I was just wondering, like, what feminism is. You know, I'm not trying to start anything, but since women are, like, you know, not being able to make their own choices on their own bodies and just anything, I just thought, like, is feminism judging women for having an abortion? Is that what it is? Or no, no, no. 
feminism is sleeping with other people's boyfriends or husbands and, you know, what? just acting like a dumb whore, right? Whoa. That's totally feminism. Okay, goodbye. Oh, okay. Well, this was such a journey to follow. Yeah, I, that took a sharp turn there about halfway through that call, I feel like. I don't, it almost... It I, kind I, of did. I didn't follow it completely, Joanne. I couldn't did really you? either. I think somebody slept with her boyfriend or husband is what I'm gathering. Well, about. but, I mean, she's bring, it sounds like she's bringing it up because of uh, the, 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 the abortion rights and, and right. Supreme Court leak and everything, but... But somehow she revealed something there <laughs> in that call, too. Well, no, I, I think what also she she might be getting at is that why are there other women maybe who are against um, what? A, a, a female's choice or right to choose? Maybe she's saying, I don't get why women would judge you like wow. that. I, I don't know. A lot to unpack. Yeah. I know you hate these words, but if you've been watching Congress and the hearings, they say, Illegal aliens all the time, and that's what they are. They're here illegally. They are criminals. Once you cross the border, you are a criminal. I don't care if you have a baby or a freaking iguana. Mariusz Machaca, happy Cinco de Eto. All right, that is uh, that dude's totally gonna get drunk tonight on margaritas. <laughs> That was Dean, right? Right. That sounded like well, Dean from no, Abilene. No, that guy sounded way too sober to be Dean from it, Abilene. That was Dean. I'm pretty no, sure that. No, it's not. I'm pretty sure it was. Dean has more of a. Uh, more of a drunk voice. Yeah. That guy sounded way too sober. Buzz? Yeah, I mean, you you say you've broken the law in this. But let's face it. There are a lot of different ways you can break the law. You could litter. You could. Murder somebody, you could uh, cross the street against. The, you could jaywalk. You know what level does somebody crossing the border illegally? Most, you know, when you talk about crossing the border illegally, that's not even how most people are illegally in the country. A lot of people come across uh, legally and stay, or get a visa and overstay their visa. So this idea that I think what, and I believe this is Dean, uh, I think what Dean is trying to say is, oh, if anybody's crossed the the border into the U.S., they're in the same category with a murderer. Right, which they're not. Um, is it even a felony? To, to I think it's a misdemeanor. It, it be, can become a felony. It can become been, one. If you've been... Ejected and then come back. There's more than three it, times. Right, I think there there are certain conditions under which it could become a felony, but like a first time offense is it's a mis. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a misdemeanor, and the first time offense of coming in illegally or entering, you can be uh, fined or you could be jailed for up to six months. But it's still a misdemeanor. It, so this came in response to Buzz. Uh, you brought up a, a an article about people. Uh, who cross the the border illegally, and there's a lot of injuries from people just falling over the fence and breaking legs. Yeah, there's a report in El Paso. San Diego's reporting it. Uh, all kinds of communities along the border are saying some, that some of these border barriers, people are getting up to the top of the barrier on the Mexican side, and then they don't have any way to get down on the other side, and there's some pretty horrific injuries. And all of these stories, I noticed, were reported as if... 
oh, it was going to shame people who were in favor of these border walls, you know, or it was going to shame the MAGA crowd. And I was just trying to shed some light. No, the MAGA crowd loves that. They're, they're, oh, you effed your leg up or, or trying to get your back or whatever. That means their wall is working. If anything, that's a sterling endorsement for the for the Trump era wall. I was just trying to explain as these are being reported, like look at these terrible injuries and some of these people won't walk right again. And some yeah, people but a big argument and- against illegal immigration for a lot of these people is the cost to the taxpayer and how illegal immigrants are draining taxpayer resources. Well, it turns out that when somebody falls and hurts themselves on this side of the border, they have to go to the hospital and it's still taxpayer money. Yeah, I'm uh, sure that good. crowd is very much against. Uh, I think you brought up uh, yesterday oh, over two hundred million dollars in health care for for people that have. Um, no, I think the uh, figure in El Paso County alone since 2018 is somewhere in the range of twelve to thirteen million dollars, and so far they've only been reimbursed by the federal government to the tune of one point seven, I believe, million dollars. But the point is, somebody who is happy to see somebody suffer a, a severe in, you know and, and I thought I made the point it's possible to believe yeah we should have a secure border and it's possible to even be in favor of, of barriers but when you start gloating oh this person really injured themselves some of them are kids right you know? it shows a much more a deeper level of hate for some reason right it reveals a lot more about the person who's expressing that than it does about the the immigrant, I feel like. Yeah. You know, because sometimes these are kids, they're there because they were either sent by their parents or they're accompanied by their parents. These people that are smuggling them across, they don't care. Yeah. Your kid drop 20, 30 feet. I just would ask anybody, think about everything that you're applauding as before you applaud it. You know, a lot of these people... That well, maybe they'll injured, think better next time. That is precisely probably the attitude, but I just wanted to point out i saw all these stories and it's like you know there's probably like half of the country that's sitting there cheering on oh this guy this guy broke his spine good that way he can't take my job yeah teach them yeah um but again these people aren't felons the second the the process of illegal uh, immigration is not considered a felony for the first time and they're not the same thing as murderers being an illegal immigrant is not the same thing as being a murderer. Now there are some murderers who might, who might be illegal, illegal immigrants, immigrants, but yeah, they're they're depending on which side of the issue you're on on this. I, you know, there's a lot of gray area here because I think people who are very pro-immigrant would like you to believe that everybody, not a single yeah. miscreant or criminal, has ever crossed the border. That's obviously not the case. And on the other side, you got people that think, well, not a single desperate poor person who wants to come and work, you know, that there's never any kind of compassion uh, for any of these people. Yeah. The truth is almost always somewhere in between those two extremes. So, yeah, it's a call like that that makes me realize how far apart we are in this country on some of these key issues. So, hey, I have a suggestion for uh, a new name for your radio program, they should just call it the Unwanted Fetus Morning Show. Because <laughs> that's pretty much what he is. What? And he's still unwanted as an adult. <laughs> Okie dokie. How dare you oh malign Okie dokie guys? And take his phrase. sign off. Yeah. Yeah, right? 
Second of all, Buzz, you're not an unwanted feed. What a d bag! That's we were, an awful thing to say. We were talking about the SCOTUS League the other day, and you said that I kind of have a bias. I didn't. No, no. I said that your opinion. Well, I mean, it's sure, called, you, sure, you could call it a bias, but your opinion is very much informed from a personal experience. Yeah, uh, and, and that was that I yourself. I was adopted. Uh, and in joking, and you I, said I was an unwanted fetus. I'm not even yeah, joking. Not, maybe. not even really joking. It's yeah. true. I at one point, you know, fortunately, I wasn't, you know, sucked out with a vacuum or whatever. I don't even know where this guy's coming from. Is this guy like extreme pro-abortion? So he doesn't like the fact that I was on the wrong side of the abortion. Or debate? does he just I, not I, like I, you in the I, show? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I but, think it's just like anything. I can get a dig in on Buzz. Yeah, right. He should have been an aborted fetus. Obviously, people still like you. And second of all, he must like you if he was listening to the show. And knows the neckline number. I can't even find our neckline number. So here's a guy who heard the segment, heard you talking about this, calling yourself, you know, an unwanted fetus. Him listening to the show. I can tell you, I'm very empowered by this call. It didn't. It doesn't bother me one bit. But I'm here he is saying, it. I don't like the show, but I'm listening to it. But I'm going to go through the effort of finding the neckline and of calling this and, and leaving this message. I mean, that just shows... You don't have to try and make me feel better. I wear it as a badge of honor. No, I, I just hope that there's not people that listen to this and think, oh, yeah, that guy's right. Like, no. No. Oh, there are probably a lot of people who listen and think that guy's right. <laughs> don't doubt it for a second. All right, let's take a break. Uh, everybody's calls are welcome, uh, even if you're awful or make no sense, uh, or if you occasionally we get somebody who's got a really good point right. to make. So listen to all. And Joanna, since you're looking for it, the toll free neckline number is 844 <laughs> neck. That's 844-805-6325. I am a free speech absolutist. All right. You can't say swear words. <laughs> you can't malign our clients. <laughs> and other than and please that, please keep them under two minutes. Thank other you. Than and that, don't I'm, call me an unwanted fetus. Right? <laughs> I don't care. You can go ahead. I'm, I'm thinking of t-shirts already. <laughs> it's the unwanted fetus. It's the grown-up unwanted fetus morning show. I'm telling Emily that right now. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast, and it is time for KLAQ news headlines. Here's Nico Ajimian with the news. Good morning, Nico. Good morning, Buzz. The raging wildfires in New Mexico have now prompted presidential action. President Biden signed a federal disaster declaration yesterday for all of New Mexico. Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham announced the president approved her request to free up millions of dollars in aid to help the state recover from devastating wildfires. The governor said state and federal officials work to expedite the filing process, which normally takes weeks, to get the request authorized within 24 hours of submission. New Mexico residents and business owners impacted by the wildfire can begin applying for federal funds today. Meanwhile, firefighters have finally started to slow the progress of the largest fire currently burning in the U.S., the Hermit's Peak Fire in New Mexico, which is 20% contained after burning 150,000 acres. It appears Ukrainians have managed to push Russian forces back from Kharkiv, about 20 to 30 miles east of the city. The Wagner Group, a private military force linked to Russia, has been operating in the Donbass region in eastern Ukraine, using fighters recruited from places including Syria and Libya. But overall, Russia's momentum is slowing, said one official. Britain's military ministry of defense is claiming that Russian missile strikes across Ukraine are an attempt to hamper Ukrainian resupply efforts. As Russian forces struggled, they targeted civilians, including at homes, transit hubs, schools, and hospitals in an attempt to weaken Ukrainian resolve, said the Ministry of Defense. 
four astronauts on the International Space Station are headed back to Florida. The SpaceX astronauts undocked early today after spending 176 days on the ISS and are scheduled for a pre-dawn splashdown off the Florida coast just after midnight. At splashdown, the Crew 3 team will have completed over 2,800 orbits around the Earth, covering 75 million miles. Meanwhile, the Crew 4 team got to the ISS last month and will be there for about six months. President Joe Biden on Wednesday said that the federal government will pay down the national debt this quarter for the first time in six years. His remarks on economic growth came as the Federal Reserve announced a hike in interest rates in an attempt to manage soaring inflation. Inflation is a big political problem for him and fellow Democrats ahead of the midterm elections, as Republicans try to capitalize on soaring energy prices. The Treasury Department updated its estimates this week to project that the U.S. deficit will fall by over $1.5 trillion this year, a revision from the $1.3 trillion projected in Biden's budget. The president is credited... Uh, the president has credited the American Rescue Plan for growing the economy, though the relief bill has also been criticized for contributing to current inflation problems. Here's President Joe Biden. Whoops. Segwayed into another, right. another clip there, I'm afraid. Yep, my bad. Well, th- no, that was actually part of the same clip. He's talking about what else is next. You're talking about paying down the national debt, and he's talking about the SCOTUS decision. Yes, my bad. Uh, yes. I think I misread the description. Thank you, Buzz. With children under five now the only group not yet eligible for vaccination against COVID-19, many parents have been vocal about their frustration pertaining to the delayed authorization process and rollout. However, a new COVID-19 vaccine survey has found that less than a fifth of parents with children under the age of five, 18%, reported that they're eager to get their child vaccinated right away. The Center for Reproductive Rights estimates that up to 25 states could outlaw abortion entirely if the Supreme Court decides to overturn Roe v. Wade. Of the remaining states, 22 states have a state right to abortion established in a state constitution or state statute, while three states, New Mexico, Virginia, and New Hampshire, do not have state protections for abortion. Three states, Colorado, New Jersey, and Washington, have enacted rules that establish or expand statutory protections for the right to an abortion. Two states, Maryland and Washington, have authorized advanced practice clinicians to provide abortion care. Advanced practice uh, Clinicians include nurse practitioners and physician's assistants. More than half of Americans oppose abortion bans. A new ABC uh, poll found 57% of Americans oppose a ban after 15 weeks. Nearly 60% said abortion should be legal in all or most cases. And half said that the court should uphold Roe v. Wade. Authorities now believe that an Alabama corrections officer willingly participated in the escape of a capital murder suspect. Wednesday marked the sixth day of an intense search for Lauderdale County Assistant Director of Corrections Vicki White, 56, and inmate Casey White, 38. No relation. Lauderdale County Sheriff Rick Singleton told ABC News, I think all of our employees and myself included were really hoping that she did not participate in this willingly. But all indications are that she absolutely did. We've got that audio, by the way, if you want to hear it from the the sheriff there in Lauderdale County. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it looked uh, so. Judging by what he's saying, they're admitting, okay, yeah, it looks like she is totally in cahoots with the inmate that escaped. And here's uh, another clip where he speaks directly to Vicky White and tells her, "Come on, 
you you've worked for us long enough to know how this is going to play out. Yeah, what do you think about that? I'm uh, still just trying to cast the eventual Netflix docu series. <laughs> Who's going to play the sheriff? I haven't even seen him yet. (laughs) Casey White was charged with two counts of capital murder in September of 2020. Investigators have learned that during pre-sentence reporting in 2015, he made threats against his ex-girlfriend and sister, warning that if he ever got out, he would kill them. And he wanted police to kill him. He wanted police to kill him? Mm -hmm. The U.S. Marshal said, adding that authorities have spoken to Casey White's potential targets and have taken appropriate protective actions. Yeah, how do you feel... If this guy's out with the help of one of his captors, one of the personnel, right, and he said that he's coming for you, but the, in 2015, yeah, well, he's probably he seems like a dangerous, uh, dangerous criminal. Could he have been planning this the whole time since then? I don't, I don't know. I mean, how do you plan to make you one say, of your oh, jailers fall in yeah, love with you? You plan to do that? I mean, some guys are just so charming and and uh, um, convincing that they can. They can pick a target and say, that's that's who I need. Oh, there's another uh, surprising twist to this. So we found out that she was retiring the next day. Mm-hmm. It was her last day on the job. She had sold her house mm-hmm. a few months ago. Yep. I, another tidbit. Realtors say that the, she sold the house for less than half of its actual value. <gasps> okay. Well, I mean, that's, right. that's an obvious uh, connection. There, there are a lot of things here that that make it look like this is some kind of lonely hearts. The news stations are starting to refer to them as the couple. The couple, right. They're a couple. The pair should be considered dangerous and may be armed with an AR-15 rifle, handguns, and a shotgun. They also may be driving a 2007 orange or copper Ford Edge with minor damage to the left back bumper. The U.S. Marshals also is offering up a $10,000 reward for any information leading to the capture of Casey White or... Uh, Vicky White for an additional $5,000. Did we decide for the inmate we're going with uh, John Krasinski to play him? Although I think John Hamm might do a really good. Neither one of those guys are six foot nine like this inmate was. This dude sticks out like a sore thumb. He's got the right head shape. Which one? John Hamm? Yeah, John Hamm. No, no, he's got like the, the Krasinski head shape and hair and the John Hamm face. It's on all right face, okay? Jo- Joanna's upset because he's not even hot. He's not hot. If he was hot, then you would be like, I'd break him out. No, you shouldn't, right? But I would just say, I kind of understand. But I would think about it. I'll be, I would definitely I'll understand wait for it, you. Right? <laughs> New developments overnight on the war in Ukraine. Russia is denying new attacks on a city it's devastated since invading 10 weeks ago. But officials insist troops are trying to destroy the last pocket of resistance in Maripol. That's where 200 women and children are hiding out with soldiers inside a steel plant. Ukraine's president is pleading for a truce to get everyone dug out and rescued before they run out of food and water. Aerial footage of the plant shows what looks like bombings taking place right now. And finally, Doctor Strange is back on the big screen. That's right. Tonight! 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 The Marvel character played by Benedict Cumberbatch returns in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. They, they didn't legalize recreational mushrooms in New Mexico by any chance, did they? <laughs> no <laughs> answer. Cumberbatch uh, says it is the darkest and scariest film Marvel has ever made. I'm excited. It's said to change the MCU as we know it forever. 
The film has received objections from some countries, with it not being released in Saudi Arabia and a handful of Middle Eastern countries over same-sex references in the movie. There's, uh, and I forget who the character is, but it's, she's like a teenage girl, and she makes a reference to her two moms. And oh, that right. was enough for them. They wanted Disney to remove it. Disney said they weren't going to do it, so I guess that's not it's not playing in Saudi Arabia. Why doesn't Saudi Arabia just cut it out? Like when they get the prince or whatever, can't they go in and cut out the thing that they don't like? When they get the prince? Yeah, they send him a big canister with a big what roll of film the, in it. It's back in the 30s. In my day, we had 19 they millimeters. It, and they keep him in individual <laughs> cans back there it. until it's time to play it. And it sounds like this when it starts. <laughs> Projections have the film bringing in roughly $175 million this weekend, beating out the Batman for biggest opening of the year. Uh-oh. Sam Raimi is the director of the film, and people yeah. are saying it definitely has some... Right? Isn't that what's going on up- upstairs where the movie's oh, showing? Buzz. Is that what... They're Does not that doing just bring that you back memories of your first ever talkie? A talkie? <laughs> oh, those, those talkies, yeah, they come on 33 millimeters. Uh, Sam Raimi uh, is the director, and it definitely has Army of Darkness vibes, supposedly. Woo! So does that make you a little bit more excited to go see it, Buzz? I've got to see it. I, are I don't, you guys going to go see it together? I'm, we are going to go see it together. I don't want to fight a crowd to see it. We're going to see it tomorrow. Like try and get away while everybody's still awake. Right, right after the show. Joanna? What if I find out my uh, daughter had been counting on me? You're going to see it tonight, though, aren't you? Yeah, in the afternoon. In the they afternoon? They have afternoon showing. It's getting earlier and earlier, right? Yep. I was going to say. It, you had, it used to be you could only see a movie like this at midnight. midnight. Remember? It's like, and then uh, you had to get in line because you couldn't reserve seats. That's right. And now they're they're showing them in the afternoon. Well, what do you count as afternoon? Like 6.30? Holy crap, that is the afternoon. I was going to book it over there because there might be a lot of people who are. It's like the work schedule's more flexible for everybody. A lot of people could just ditch out and go see Doctor Strange. <laughs> Joanna, you know what you should do is go see it with Lisa, write down all the major plot points, come back and spoil it completely for Buzz. Oh, for sure, yeah. Just for him. Not for the not for anybody else. Not for anybody else. Not for anyone, just for you. Yeah. How's it feel, Buzz? <laughs> well, I've seen a commercial for it, and I don't think I did a breakdown of the trailer. You didn't you, want to. You did do a breakdown of the trailer. Oh, did we, he? Yeah, we did. Eventually. But that's definitely Patrick Stewart's voice at the end of that commercial for Doctor Strange. So that what? Like, like they yeah, summon and the him ones, and they you, show like his wheelchair. wheelchair. You see like his wheelchair, yeah. but it's him. So he's like, "We need you to come speak before the council." And obviously, he's talking about this group in the Marvel universe called the Illuminati. So that means Reed Richards, Mister Fantastic, is going to be. I in have it. heard, yeah, yeah, if, if, that people who are fan. This is all I've heard. This isn't a spoiler. I just was saying people who are fans of Fantastic Four might be surprised by the movie. Okay, well, that's kind of a giveaway, right? I don't know. I have no idea what this what they this movie really, will be like because it, they're going through it, a multiverse, not the the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're just going to be going into different random, you know. Maybe they do bring over. I, I'm going to try and say the actor's name of the guy who played Reed Richards like 20 years ago, Ian Grothward. Who the guy who played Mister Fantastic in Fantastic Four and Rise of the Silver Surfer. Yeon Grif- I don't know. It's like, almost there. Hold it's on. It's like in an alien language. Eon oh, Gruffud. Eon Gruffud. Gruffud. 
Yeah, he's a good Reed Richards. He's also the guy in Titanic that's like, is anybody out there? That's him? Yes. Did we forget that Chris Evans' Captain America was, was also the human, the human torch? Human yeah. torch? That's right. That would be cool to see him see each other, like, if he showed up again as the human torch. Yeah, because Captain America is like a like a hundred year old man now. Yeah. Do you know who played the thing in that? Michael Chiklis. Mm-hmm. That's right. Invisible Girl. Jessica Alba. I loved her at the time. I had a big crush on her in 2015, 13. No, that movie came out sooner, earlier than that. 2005. 2005. 2005. Okay, yeah, definitely. Silver Surfer came (laughs) out a couple years after. Any year, really. Before the herpes thing. (laughs) What? Yeah, there was like rumors of forever, like, oh, Jessica Alba has herpes or like. How does a rumor like that even get started? Herpes. Yeah, look up Jessica Alba herpes. Oh, my God. Right. When dating Derek Jeter in 2004. Right? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, Derek Jeter, there's a, there, there are whole, like, graphs that show how he's the disease vector for herpes in New York mm. and Hollywood. You mean, like, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon? Yeah. There's, like, like, seven degrees of herpes dated- simplex, too. <laughs> Which one's the which one's the, the, the one? I, which one's the, the sexually transmitted one? One or two? Uh, I don't remember. I think two. No, one. One of them's a cold sore, which you could basically get from, you know, your grandma kissing you on the lip. You could get that. That's. I had never heard this thing about Jessica. Okay, type one is oral herpes, and type two is the genital herpes. Yeah. So when you get a cold sore, is that the oral oral herpes? Yeah, you got the oral herpes. Yeah. You brought up a lot of celebrity trivia that I was not ready for this morning, but... <clears throat> oh, yeah, with the news. I'm Nico. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. I've got a little bit of audio to share about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The announcement came out about who would be inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and who got in kind of sideways. Uh, Judas Priest. They weren't on the ballot, but they got in in a special uh, category, which, you know, it just tells me I've been right about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame all along. They don't really like rock and roll. <laughs> Otherwise, Judas Priest would have already been in like 25 years ago. Dolly Parton has made it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, along with, well, do you want me to play some of the audio of the bands that are being included in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Ooh, a montage? Montage! (laughs) All right. Listen to these rockers. Get ready. All right! You might want to turn your radio down so your speakers don't get blown out. Carly Simon inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Again, be careful. I don't want anybody to bang their head so hard that they cause brain damage. Ah, yeah! (laughs) Get him by. That's Dolly Parton. <laughs> that is Dolly Parton. Good job, Nico. We'll be Thank inducted you. in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Rockin'. All right. Listen, I know a lot of you <laughs> older folks might think rock and roll is the devil's music, so I just want to want you to brace yourself for this. <laughs> That's Lionel Richie, who I love as much as anybody else who grew up in the 80s. 
And that was about the most rocking song I could find by Lionel Richie. So good job, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Let's find out who else. Surely they've got to have like a metal band, you know, or at least hard, a hard rock, hard. Like, something that goes hard. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, who uh, am I to disagree? Uh, uh, yeah. Travel the world in the seven Who are these guys doing a Marilyn Manson song? <laughs> <laughs> That's the Eurythmics. And so far on the list, yeah, you know, sure, the Eurythmics. But not before Judas Priest. In the music, awesome. the moment you want it, you better never let it go. One chance, do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity right. come once in a lifetime. You know how we know that an act is at rock and roll? If if Nico knows anything about them and can sing their lyrics. <laughs> that should be the standard. That's the, the, yeah. That's the test right there. That should really let you know more than anything else that something doesn't belong in something called the rock and roll. Eminem thing. gets my vote. <laughs> oh, Sam. I'm hungry like the wolf. That is Duran Duran who will be inductees into the Rock Hall of Fame. They have harder songs than that. You played a soft song. <laughs> uh, name me a song that's harder than that by Duran Duran. I, I was hoping you would just think there was one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that there is one that's harder. There you go. Pat Benatar. Yeah, Pat Benatar rocks. Dragon the Law. If that was the only song Judas Priest ever did, they should have been in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before. That was Judas Priest? Yeah, that's Judas Priest. Oh, my God. oh they're really good. You suck. <laughs> as far as you a rock DJ, so mad. people get so mad and demand that you be fired on the spot. I know. <laughs> uh, Judas Priest got in, though, in a category called the Musical Excellence Category. Also in that category, the R&B songwriting duo of Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. It, you know what it reminds me of? It's like at, at some point where the Oscars people realize, oh, Peter O'Toole never won an Oscar. We better give him one just to say Lifetime faith. Achievement right. Award? Judas Priest uh, was not nominated this year. The ceremony will take place Saturday November 5th in Los Angeles. Further details to be announced on the Rock Hall of Fame's website. And uh, some of the people that are being inducted, I've got some of their comments and reactions to being voted into the Rock Hall of Fame. That That is <laughs> wow, Rob Halford. Thank you so much. Trying to sound sincere. <laughs> wow. That he was let in in a specialty category to something that he should have the keys to, which is the Rock and Roll GD Hall of Fame. <laughs> Don't you just love that? Wow. wow. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. so much. So much. <laughs> That's so great. Does, does Rob Alfred sound sincere to you there? Nah, he sounds like, gee, I'm so happy to be put in here with Dolly Parton. With Dolly Parton. And Eminem, the Slim Shady. Oh, you guys wouldn't remember what? those. What? There used to be a ketchup commercial that ran that used a Carly Simon song, Anticipation, so it would show the people 
I, I don't know if it's Heinz 57 or whatever, but it was, or Hunts or whatever it was, but anticipation. And the thing oh, was, because, our ketchup is so right, thick. Right, right, right. Okay, Does yeah. Does that sound familiar yeah. to you? Because you're just waiting for the ketchup to come out of the bottle. Rolling Stone uh, has an article, Five Times Dolly Parton Rocked. Okay. So I thought I would play this for you. Uh, Nico, can you identify any of the original artists? These are all cover songs. Okay. The Dolly Parton rocked out to throughout her career. Do you recognize that killer metal riff? That's it? That's all you're going to give me? That's it? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, no, uh, I have no idea. Uh. Sounds like a good Dolly Parton song, though. Hey, like a thief. That's REO Speedwagon. Time for me to fly. Okay. Right. Better luck on the next one. Off to a great start. All right, Nico, who was the original band who did this? Don't joke around. There are people waiting right now deciding whether or not to bring rocks down to the radio station to pelt you with. Oh, that because we, we rock. Um, that would be Led Zeppelin? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Joanna. ring. I'm sorry. All right, I got another one for you. I want to know one that Joanna doesn't know. I didn't know that REO Speedwagon one. Oh, really? No. Well, that's more, you know, I think REO Speedwagon is one of those bands that got lost REO in. REO Speedwagon song. You've got active rock, which is kind of what <laughs> KLAQ is, you know, and but we don't play a lot of bands for the 70s. And then you got classic rock, and they don't play a lot of bands for the 70s. It's almost like uh. REO Speedwagon is one of those bands that got kind of lost in the middle. Uh, that's still a great band. Yeah. All right. I'll be surprised if either one of you know this one. Tell me what I'm Okay, so it sounds like you're familiar with this song. Yeah, I know the melody. You've heard before, maybe some of the words even. Joanna, I'm sure Joanna knows the song. Yeah. Yeah. Do um, you, Joanna? Yeah. Yeah, that's such a recognizable one. That if I knew the melody. On the station. Oh, we do. So it's a current. It's not it's current. Within the past but it's thirty years, what we have here. All right, Joanna. It's Shine by, by Collective, Collective Soul. Soul. Oh, okay. Well, it's a good song. Go me. <laughs> yeah, Joanna, Joanna controls her I, own I, bell. I, I, I'm a little impressed that Joanna knew that. I work here. You shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, but I don't hear Shine. I don't hear a lot of Collective Soul. Really? Do you, you would you say Kaylee Do you not Kuzli? listen in on Saturdays when yeah. I'm all like, and that was Here's Collective Soul. Soul. Was Shine. I, yeah, no, I'm mildly surprised that you knew that one. <laughs> okay. All right. Joanna, you don't answer this one. Leave it to Nico. <laughs> okay. Then before... Oh, no. Look at oh what... Oh, my a, God, that sounds amazing. What a, what a hottie. Dolly Parton. I was. love the video editing. Help! Yeah. Where they bring in the I other Dolly. Help! Who is the original artist? Rolling Stones? <laughs> Do you want people to hate you? I don't. Is that what you? Is this a? No, this it's a not. Bit? I don't. I'm, I, I feel like he just said that to annoy Bud. No, I. 
I don't listen to songs and remember the bands a lot. <laughs> you no, you Help seriously if, don't think it's the Rolling Stones. This band Stones. had a had a movie that was titled <laughs> Help, which Help. is the name of this song. I need somebody. Yeah, yes. throw out a give me two more guesses. If you don't get it, Whoa. no, Whoa. turn in your no. pass key. <laughs> Get your last so check. You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> it's. Uh, will you tell me if it's one artist? It's a band. It's a band. Yeah. They had a movie. Nico, you lived with Buzz. That doesn't mean anything. <gasps> Look at all those dollies. Let me get my feet back on the ground. The Beatles. It's the Beatles. Yeah. You get to keep your job. Okay, it's, it's the, it could have been either the Beatles or the Rolling Stone. They're like the same band. Now you just want to piss off. Now you're really you're really coming real close to a line. I've got a lot of churros still over here, and I'm not afraid to use them. Don't touch mine. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Happy Cinco de Mayo, KLEQ invites you to celebrate Cinco de Mayo with us at the Ten Man. All six 10-man locations in El Paso are offering special cervezas on tap. And Glenn is going to be out at the east side 10-man at 1495 George Dieter. He's going to have tickets to see Jack White, who's coming to El Paso and playing on May 27th. Mark that on your May calendar, the 27th, Jack White. And he will have tickets at 1495 George Dieter at the 10-man there. Glenn's going to be there from 4 to 6, so those are the hours. Party's going to rage on into the night, of course, but you could walk away with tickets while Glenn's there from 4 to 6. That is the Tin Man, 1495 George Dieter. Why don't we uh, We'll go ahead and get into entertainment news, and then there are a lot of other stories that we just haven't been able to crack open or get into uh, that I still want to. Let's check our entertainment news first, though, with Joanna Barber. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. A day after Dave Chappelle was attacked on stage while playing the Netflix is a Joke Festival at the Hollywood Bowl, the comedian and Netflix both issued statements regarding the incident. A spokesperson for Chappelle said, quote, Dave Chappelle celebrated four nights of comedy and music, setting record-breaking sales for a comedian at the Hollywood Bowl. This run ties Chappelle with Monty Python for the most headline shows by any comedian. The fe- uh, he refuses to allow last night's incident to overshadow the magic of this historic moment. In a separate statement, Netflix said, quote, we care deeply about the safety of creators and we strongly defend the right of stand-up comedians to perform on stage without fear of violence. Netflix's next show is scheduled for the Hollywood Bowl is Saturday night with John Mulaney headlining. Netflix says that it is actively discussing the security protocols for future events. Yeah, where was security? Okay, were, we're going to stop were letting people, people on. There were enough people on security stage. Security was Busta Rhymes and Jamie Foxx. Did you see the video? There were like, and and there was a brief moment where the where the the attacker ran away and he ran behind the set and they were chasing him and then they mm-hmm. chased him out the other side. It almost looked like a Tom and Jerry. Deal. <laughs> they finally caught him <laughs> and started did, yeah. laying into him. Um. What the, is going on with security lately? The man who was arrested for tackling Dave Chappelle. So it was reported that he had a gun and a knife. He had a knife that was one of those novelty, it looks like a gun. It wasn't a real gun, but the no. end of it folded out. And that was a real knife. I mean, you could definitely have hurt somebody with that knife. 
Uh, Isaiah Lee has been identified, 23, uh, for bum-rushing Chappelle while he was on stage. This is kind of interesting. Usually when you hear about somebody, you know, going on a, a violent spree, the neighbors, when they interview the neighbors, oh, right. neighbors are like, oh, he's always so quiet, kept to himself, and we never would have expected this. They're talking to uh, the guy's neighbor or former neighbor who said, yeah, this guy was a wild card and anything would set him off. Like, he could be set off over just anything. Here is... Russell Taylor, who was a former neighbor of the guy who attacked Dave Chappelle. I wasn't aware until I saw this story that, that it wasn't a white dude. I thought it was a white dude. You couldn't really tell from the video, but this guy was a, I guess, a wannabe rapper who had right. recorded a song called Dave Chappelle in 2020. Also, he he jumped up on the stage from the front row. I don't know if he was in the front row the whole time or if he worked his way up uh -huh. there, but... You know, if you go to a rock show in El Paso, they've got these gigantic dudes that are standing all over the stage. Yeah. You know. And they don't let anybody get by. All right. Speaking of the Dave Chappelle incident, Howie Mandel is now speaking out following the onstage attack. The former, former Deal or No Deal host spoke with extras Billy Bush on Wednesday about the events that unfolded. And he says that he's kind of scared now. I think there are going to be some people that are trying to draw a through line from the attack that Will Smith did on Chris Rock to this. Mm -hmm. Do you think there's any validity to that? Like what Will Smith, you know, after that happened, the next day people were saying, oh, it's going to be open season on comedians. And then you hear about arguably the biggest touring comedian in the world right now being attacked. Right. And not just the biggest, probably one of the best uh, stand-up comedian. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people have started to to see stand up more in the mainstream and, and know about it and, and and like all the instants around it, what clubs are like. I when I started, I don't go to a club or an open mic uh, thinking, thinking that somebody's going to be. There's right. certainly no security at those because open mics. I assume <laughs> I assume everybody who goes wanted to be there, and then. I just want to say things. I have things on my mind. I just have jokes that I want to throw out there. And mm -hmm. Yeah, but if a guy with a dangerous weapon could get on stage with Dave Chappelle, uh, they could do that with just right. any comedian until they start taking stuff into this into account. What I'm saying is, do you think um, this very public spectacle of Will Smith... B by the way, even if they'd have had 100 security guards at the Oscars, they wouldn't have they stopped. They wouldn't have stopped Will Smith. As soon as Will Smith went up there, they, they, they would have all... Oh, that's Will Smith. That's Will Smith. You let him through, so... Uh, yeah, you, also, though... So is it a tone setter, kind of? Yeah, I think it's definitely a tone setter. I think now when people go to these shows, instead of being like, oh, I am a willing participant in this, this experience, they could start to feel, oh, well, maybe I can start to assert my beliefs at the show I chose to go to. Um, it's very strange altogether, but I will say this when you go out at night, there's always a chance that something can go wrong. Do you know how many drunk fights I've seen at bars and people getting, you know, physically removed from, from comedy shows? Probably a lot. I mean, tons, tons of shows. I've seen people physically removed from the bar starting fights cause they, they drink too much. And anytime you mix alcohol and, and situations like that, it, it might not always end up for the best. But I hope this doesn't become a trend. What's the security uh, like situation when you go on stage? 
So at, at, at actual clubs, um, they do have like your doorman. There's and a doorman who will also escort somebody out if if they, but they really have to cross a line. No, you don't. Um, I mean, you can get removed for just talking too much. Uh, yeah, that's for, true. For Some people are drunk and think that oh, I'm supposed to talk back to the comedian, and, right? Or even talking to your friends and, and you, you're making a you, disruption, you and you then usually when, get a warning or two. Right? Yeah, but sometimes those people may be drunk, and so a door guy will go up and say, "Hey, you need to be quiet," and they'll say, "Why?" Then they'll start to argue. And then that can escalate from there. Um, so, Joanna, comedy clubs usually always have door guys and people to, to, to deal with that. At least they should. Open mics generally don't. Um, right. So you have to... You There's have to, not, usually not even really a stage. Often you're on the same level with the people that, you know, they're... They Absolutely. don't even have to climb steps. No, we're in a corner. We're in the corner of some place usually. And, and mm-hmm. um, the one time that I've been threatened at a bar here in town... Uh, by an audience member who said, I'm going to kick your ass right after this. There was a bouncer. I was lucky to have the guy take him outside and, and deal with him. Did you watch the video of the Dave Chappelle thing? Yeah. Did, did you hear Chappelle? And I can't believe nobody's I'm talking. I'm going to kill! <laughs> no, no, the part where he made a comment about, about it be being a trans be, yeah. man. Dave Chappelle goes, oh, he was a trans man! <laughs> I can't believe they haven't kind of latched Nobody's onto that. Really, yeah, I mean, because that had to have crossed your mind when you heard Dave Chappelle got attacked on stage at somebody who's upset about him making transphobic oh. comments or whatever. No, but it was right after the thing. It wasn't in the middle. He said that. It was right after. He made a lot of jokes. He said, Buster Rhymes was showing me how to do this properly. It was, it was stomping into the back. He was like, let me show you how. Jamie Foxx is up here with his sheriff's hat. With his sheriff's right. hat. But then he said, uh, it was a trans man, and okay. I'm just surprised that people that haven't would, yeah, latched that, on. Yeah, that comment isn't the one that's kind of exploding. There's you, bigger things going on. I'm you know what I'm not, saying, though, right? I'm yeah, glad it's not exploding, because it sounds like an offhand joke that doesn't need to be parsed any uh, more than let's that. Let's say under duress. Just needs to be, it doesn't need to be parsed any more than that. It's an offhand joke on I stage. Apologize I apologize for bringing it up. What, 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 did, <laughs> did Will, Joanna noticed, and if I noticed, we're not sure, the only ones noticed, but I don't think it means anything more than a joke. Uh, Chris Rock got up on stage and said, it was Will Smith. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Yeah, but I don't find that potentially offensive to all Will well, okay, Smiths. I'm sorry that you're going to take... All Will Smiths? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that you're going to be offended by his words. It's like, get over it. Oh, right. Nico's a Dave Chappelle oh, right. apologist. <laughs> apologist? That's a comic. I'm a comic, okay? What? He should not be held uh, accountable <laughs> like this in a, in a way where we're just... Just that in this dangerous situation, that's where Dave Chappelle went with it. It was a joke. Yeah. To be funny, what that's his job. What we're saying, Nico, is that we're surprised that that comment hasn't really, like... I, I think maybe today, as more people actually watch the video to to its completion, more people are going to be saying, why did he have to work in a crack about transgender people? I, I don't even think it needs to be. That's why we're saying that. Yeah, we're surprised. It's, su- it's surprising. You're right. It's not something that people are but laughing that, on. But when you say that, it sounds like, oh, I'm surprised that he didn't get in more trouble for this. When yeah. you, that I means that you're projecting... I, Oh well, maybe he should because get in trouble the for that. State of how he's already been like in hot water for comments like that Look, before. I don't think I've, he could get in any more hot water. When than I, he's when already I been. first heard this the story, which was on my way into work on the news, it was like Dave Chappelle was attacked on stage, and I was like, I wonder if it's somebody who was sore at him because of the transgender stuff. Really, that was the first thing that came yeah, to mind. Sure did. Oh. No, I wouldn't have thought that ever. My first thought was, Oh my god, it's happening again. If it, it, Did he get slapped? Big comics at big theater shows like this. It's like if somebody if, if, if somebody was playing a ba- if one of the bands that was here 
uh, Papa Roach, and then some guy got on stage to tackle him, you'd be like, "That's happened before." I mean, we, that's it's how a we lost Dimebag Daryl. Really? Somebody got on stage and shot him during a live show. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, th- th- that's the problem. Is like those theater security shows. I don't think it's a matter of the content. I, how many protesters do you think would go to a theater show to to go do that? I was just saying. No, it no, I'm saying my mind. I'm when just it wondering. Happened, I was just wondering if that's what it was about. Yeah. And if anything, it sounds like Dave has had a, a nice resurgence with the the yeah. Netflix is a joke. Um, this whole festival, it seemed like it was kind of going to be like a little cherry for him. All right. But it, it's unfortunate that he has to. You know, now talk about the I thought, attack. I was just bringing up something that I thought maybe had occurred to other people who'd seen the maybe video. Maybe it has. Yeah, maybe it has. Well, according to a spokesperson, this incident will not overshadow the f- the magic of that historical moment. Nico, so your neck can stop getting red. It, it, there, I, I can feel my neck. It's not red right now. It was. It was not. It was. Your face is blue from the churro slapper. <laughs> <laughs> and finally... <laughs> Moving on. Finally, Mike Myers is cluing fans in on a potential long-awaited sequel to the beloved Austin Powers franchise. However, the comedian maintained during a recent interview that he is not at liberty to divulge any top-secret Hollywood intel, saying, quote, I can neither confirm nor deny the existence or non-existence of such a project should it exist or not exist. Myers added that he would love to do a follow-up on the tale of the international man of mystery now split 20 years more into the future since the third installment. That third installment, Austin Powers and Goldmember, is celebrating its 20th anniversary this summer. Myers is currently promoting his new show, The Penta Verite, in which he portrays eight different characters. I I had to watch the trailer for this. It it debuts today Today. on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Does it look good? It looks very Mike Myers, but it looks very Austin Powers, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, true. But where did Mike Myers go for like the past 20 years? Seriously. Ever since that, the love guru, man. I was reading an article that said that Mike Myers, over the course of about a decade, was responsible for three enormous franchises. And I was like, all right, Wayne's World, Wayne's World Austin, Austin Powers. Powers. And I couldn't think of the third one, so I had to read Shrek. the article. Shrek. Oh, Shrek. Yeah. Shrek. Yeah, all of those were blockbusters. And then after Love Guru, he virtually disappeared, although he would show up in almost cameo roles. So he was yeah. in Inglorious Bastards, and he was had a brief scene that was definitely a cameo in the Queen. What was the Queen movie called? The Queen? Queen, Queen the band Queen. Oh, Bohemian Ra- Rhapsody. What the hell was that called? Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Thank you. So, oh, Queen. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's the band that sang Bohemian Rhapsody. You think they should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, maybe? They're not? They are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just testing to see if you knew. The Penta Verite is on Netflix now. <laughs> With your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, we're into the uh, 9 o'clock hour. Chris Catan is going to be here tomorrow. Nico, we... Did we firm that up? Chris Catan, formerly of Saturday it. Night Live, is going to be here. Chris already on the way tomorrow. I may have to leave, though. You know why? Jury duty. Jury duty. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And they keep sending me emails every day saying, you got you to gotta show up. It hasn't been canceled. And you really want it to be canceled? No. I, I mean, I certainly want to do my civic duty, but we got a big show tomorrow. We got... What if they show, what if they, you show up tomorrow and they're like, no, nah, sorry, it's canceled now. 
But you had to go to find out. It was Par for the course. Yeah. No, no, you can go online and check. Oh, you can. Bill, Bill Coon oh, is right. Okay. Bill Coon is here from the YMCA. You can go online right. and check. That's and, good. Right. I can check up to the last minute before right. I go and if they have dismissed. But all, I used to get called for jury duty when I was in El Paso. It seemed like my name just kept coming up over and over and over again. And every time I'd go, either I'd go sit in the big auditorium. Have you ever done jury oh, duty yeah. in El Paso? Oh, yeah. I'd go sit in the big auditorium with like 100 other people. Uh, and then I, I'd either be there five minutes or 20 minutes, but eventually somebody would come out and say, everybody in my, my section, you're, the, you're yeah. dismissed. You could ex- is it, Have you ever gotten to the point where they have you come up in the room, Bill? I, I served on a jury one Did time. Did you really? You, they, you must have something they're looking for that I don't have because I've been called, but I've never got – one time I got past that auditorium part, but I didn't, get, yeah. I didn't make it all the way to the jury. I served on a jury trial one time, six people. I was jury foreman. Yay! Oh, yeah. I can imagine that. Was it a big, if I walked into a room and saw you, I'd say that. That's the, that's the dude yeah, that I'd be yeah. for. Was it a big capital case? <laughs> no, something like, no. God, no. Like okay. an injury or something? DWI case. Yeah, okay. Right. So everybody thinks, oh, I'm going to be on the, you know, like the OJ trial. Right. You're much more like, it's much more likely to be like an insurance class, slip and fall. or Yeah. Yeah. DWI and, or something. But at any point that they work it out between the lawyers and cancel, you're free you're to go. That's why you end up going. My mom is 86 this year. She's never been called for jury duty wow. a single time in her life. And she's at the age that she probably will never be called. It's probably because of her multiple felony convictions. Uh, I'm maybe. kidding. <laughs> 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 she's never, she never seen the inside of a jailhouse, I'm sure. So Bill is here uh, from uh, El Paso YMCA, and summer is a big time for the YMCA because you got a lot of kids. you got youth programs and kids programs. So uh, what's the event on Saturday? You know, Saturday's happen? Healthy Kids Day Super Summer Sign-Ups. Uh, we have community organizations coming into each YMCA and just sharing what they're doing. But also, we're we're getting ready for the summer, man. Parents are already looking for the summer. Summer's shorter this year. Right. Again, it's only eight weeks. Yeah, I, I, I guess the El Paso School District, this is a fairly new thing. They're getting two weeks of summer break instead of... I it's eight used weeks. To like three, yeah, eight weeks, and they were. It was more like twelve weeks. Before. It was about eleven or twelve weeks, and uh, really, all three of the big school districts have went on yeah. this modified year-round schedule. Oh wow! And so, you know what? They're gearing up. We're gearing up. Summer camp, swim lessons, uh, sports, memberships. It's a big sign up this Saturday from nine to noon at all three of our locations. And folks, you know, this is a time to join the Y. Uh, you have stuff to do when you get a membership. Everything's so much cheaper. You know, sports goes from... You can do anything there. Swimming, you have a big You could sign pool. up your kids right. without being a member, but if you're a member, you really right. really save money. I mean, sports goes from $90 to $20 if you're a member. Wow. Yeah. Day camp goes from 120 to 70 Wow. So, I mean, it's you get huge breaks. And, you know, last year, day camp just blew up at the YMCA because... Parents wanted the kids get out of the house, yeah. and the kids wanted to get out of the house, and we Parents served a know lot that of kids. They're going to be, you know, in good care, and they're going to get some activity, and you know, they're not just going to be looking at screens all day. So. How many day uh, camps are going to have this summer? Is it just one that runs all summer long, or multiple ones? Well, we'll have one at each facility. We'll have four facilities, uh, including our snow property that's in New Mexico, and that's a free day camp. Oh, cool. Uh, because we got a grant from New, uh, New Mexico, so we even got some free day camp going on in New Mexico. Okay, and uh, people can sign their kids up for the day camp. What yeah. are the hours for the for the summer day camp? Uh, golly, 7 o'clock in the morning to 6 o'clock at night. 
Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> totally worth it. <laughs> Parents, if you want to get rid of your kids. <laughs> Send them to the YMCA. Uh-huh. You know, we have great counselors. You know, one of our counselors, and he's probably listening, is Justin Underwood. Oh, yeah? You know, I remember when I was running day camp over at Loya Family Y, Justin was one of our counselors. And Very he's already cool. texted me and said, don't mention my name. So I just did it. <laughs> what are you going to do, Justin? Sue me? <laughs> yeah, he might. Um, so which which location is the Saturday sign up or is all, it going to be at all, all of the locations? Okay. All all locations Saturday sign ups. Uh, great time for the YMC. We'll have hot dogs. We'll have jumping balloons. It's oh. a family event, man. It's a carnival. Wait, so there'll be food. Will bring me to a lot of places. Food. So if there's food there, come to Bowling Family Y. I'm cooking the hot dogs. I'll right. cook it the way you want. Awesome. It. Ketchup or mustard? Both. Oh, okay. ketchup. Yeah. He's ketchup? Ketchup. See, they're, they're having this whole debate in the, in the, the offices behind the su- uh, scene where, where people are saying only mustard is, is no. good no, on No, I would say dogs. mustard and ketchup is, yeah, that's permissible. How about mayonnaise? You know, what? <laughs> I thought you were American, uh, Bill. The tri- <laughs> <laughs> the trifecta. <laughs> relish, I like pickled relish. Yeah, relish is good. Fine. Ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, relish. Onions? Yeah, if you just wanted to do like a Dagwood type of situation, that's okay. okay. Put a little coleslaw on, or a little yeah. coleslaw, yeah. coleslaw, sauerkraut, sauerkraut. Or, yeah, maybe some chicken. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, just, my dog has to be wrapped in bacon too. Ooh, wow! I guess you could throw everything on there. Yeah, all the that's kitchen all right. sink. Um, all right, so the summer programs, you can find out more about it from 9 to noon. 9 to noon and Saturday. All, that, all that's free? All that stuff is free, all but the signing up part. Okay, and then you sign and up. And we got some great deals, and it's ElPasoYMCA.org. I, I'll tell you this, Bill, that I started going to the Y when I was seven because that's where the fencing uh, yes. the fencing uh, places was in town. And, and so every uh, every Monday through Friday, that's where we were at downtown and, uh, yeah, that's right. We but when we weren't fencing, we got to use the pool. Right. We got to use the basketball right. court. We got to use the the weight room mm-hmm. and the to work out. It, it was. It was. Are, are all the pools year round pools? Or no. Just some of them. Just uh, Loya is outdoor. West side is indoor though. Right? West side and bowling in the northeast is uh, indoors. Uh, you can make. Loya outdoor pool year round if you if want you to. want to join the polar bear club. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I saw some of your fencing group uh, in Washington D.C. They just came out of a tournament and one of the girls won it. Oh, cool! Uh, so, and, and we talked about it. And the woman said, "Are you Bill Coon?" I go, "Oh God, what did I do this time?" <laughs> uh, what's in the bag, Bill? Man, I gave you, I got you some stuff, man. Yeah. You wanna? You brought swag. I got brought swag. Did you know the YMCA invented basketball? Really? We really did. James Naismith was the YMCA employee. Hold on, I think I might be able to palm that one. Yeah, yeah, I got that. Buzz is a big J- basketball. Doctor James yeah. Naismith needed an indoor activity. That's for right. The winter months. You know, people could play baseball in the summer. Uh, you could do all kinds of stuff in the summer. So he, what did he use as the baskets? Do you remember? Uh, Bill? Overblown. Uh, soccer ball. No, that's for the ball. How no. about the baskets? Oh, peach baskets. Yeah, peach baskets. Which peach he, baskets. It wasn't until after they'd been doing it a while that somebody said, you know, you ought to cut the bottom out of those so the ball yeah. goes right well, through. <laughs> well, it was on a balcony, so they could go up and pick the ball out and throw it in. That's yeah, crazy. But, but when you made a basket, it stayed in the basket originally. Yeah, it was a basket. Sometimes yeah. in a sports report, you'll see the basketball team referred to as the cagers, like the, the okay. Montwood cagers. 
you know, and, and that's not a nickname. It's just for all basketball players. Do you know where that comes from? I, I do not. They used to have a big cage constructed yeah. around back in yeah. the old days to keep the ball from, from going, going, you know, yeah, going all over. Somebody had to go and chase it, so it was inside a big constructed cage. That would help for air balls. They have yeah. <laughs> for air balls. What do we got? I got here? a football. We did not invent oh. football, but I got football. I got lanyards. I got hand sanitizer. I even got rubber duckies for you guys. Does it squeak? No. Okay, Nico, I'll let you have the rubber ducky. Thank you. I got enough for all of you. Because you need a bath. There you go. <laughs> You're gonna say because I'm such a quack. All right, if people want to go online, Bill, and find out more about this event and everything going on and the summer programs and memberships and everything else, where, where do you El Paso YMCA dot org five three two nine six two two or five three two YMCA. All right, thanks, Bill. Hey, thank you, Buzz. Great to see you. Good to see you, buddy. Right, Boomer well, sooner. Boomer sooner. What a schizophrenic quarterback position they got. Do you know what's going on with that? Real quick, because uh, Bill's an Oklahoma, Oklahoma fan. Oh, you're Yo. from there? Yeah, I'm from Last Oklahoma. Year, going into the season, we had this guy, Spencer Rattler, who uh. was a front runner for... <laughs> you're not a Rattler fan? Oh, never have been. He was the you know one of the front runners for the Heisman, the Heisman Trophy. After a few games, oh man, I was up there when everybody in Oklahoma was mean mouth in this guy, and they wanted this other kid, Caleb Williams, to yep, come in. Yep. So they put Caleb Williams in. Anyway, I I was not such a big Spencer Rattler fan, but then I saw the way he handled it. He was very stoic. You know, he could have been very nasty about it, and he wasn't. He was always on the sideline, Bill. He was. With the, with the headphone and the clipboard. You know, uh, so he transferred to South Carolina, Spencer Rattler, no. because... He went to USC. No, no, no. Caleb Williams went to USC. Oh, that's right. That's right. Caleb, the guy who replaced the Spencer Rattler, transfers to South Carolina, where he might be a a Heisman candidate this year. Caleb Wilson, the guy, uh, Williams rather, the guy who replaced him, followed Coach Lincoln Riley, who took the job at USC. So now Oklahoma has got a transfer in from Central Florida, and I don't know anything about him. Don't know anything about him at all. Bill, uh, Buzz has told me some of the weird city names in Oklahoma. (laughs) Like he's from Okmulgee, but then where's BT from? Muskogee. Muskogee. Oh, that's Muskogee's a much bigger town than Okmulgee. Retrop? What is that? Retrop? Retrop? Porter spelled backwards. <laughs> True. I've been yeah, to Retrop. Goatee bow. Goatee bow. I've been to Goatee bow. Oklahoma sounds like Narnia. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of you Native know, American names. That's right. A lot of Native American up there. And Tahlequah. Tahlequah. That makes sense. Is a good one. Tahlequah. Yeah. So where are you from, Bill? I'm from my mother. <laughs> <laughs> I got everybody there. Right. <laughs> I'm from Elk City. Elk City. All right. Elk City lived in Hominy, lived in Sealing, Oklahoma. Hominy. Hominy. Yeah. We Hominy Indians. We used to have Hominy corn on no, on our schedules. Do they make like menudo a, there? No. No. We do, we don't know what menudo is in Oklahoma. <laughs> by now, we probably do by now. Like we have a lot of Mexican culture in Oklahoma now. Have you not been back in like 20 years? I've been back. Yeah, you Yeah. Don't? Yeah, you're right. Where are you from? Elk City? Elk City. Western Oklahoma. Way, way out. Just Western Oklahoma. Okay, when you hit yeah, Elk yeah. City, you've only got about 20, 20 miles to go before you hit that Texas Panhandle. 40. Border. 40 miles. We're right? on the 40. I've driven it enough. Yeah. I should know. All right. Go Sooners. <laughs> Boomer. Boomer Sooner. Thanks, Bill. Let's take a break. Thank we'll come you. back. we got more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show on the way right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Happy Cinco de Mayo. 
Not a big deal in Mexico, I've been told numerous times. <laughs> a lot of stuff on TV, as Joanna mentioned in Entertainment News, uh, Mike Myers' series called the Pen- how did you pr- you pronounce it? Pentaverite. Pentaver- no. Pentaverite. I- yeah, something like that. Pentaverite. Netflix. It's supposed oh. to be about the Illuminati. Also in it, Ken Jeong. It's like a triumvirate is three. A so quadrumvirate. Five. Is that what it? So it's this five. This would be a pentaverite. Keegan Michael Key and Rob Lowe. Mike Myers must really love Rob Lowe. Think about all the things he was in. Wayne's World. Oh, he yeah. was in. He was number two. No, yeah, he was number two in Austin. He was the young number two in Austin Powers. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Ah, uh, number two. Push. Who does number, number two, two work for? <laughs> Paramount Plus Halo today. Is that uh, the video game? I believe is that a new? Is, is today is the first day, or has it been out? Actually, I'm not even sure. I see the previews game. for it, and I can't tell if it's a video game or a movie. It looks like, <laughs> when they show the previews for it, it looks kind of like a video game. On Paramount Plus, yeah, it's the Halo. It's based off the Halo game. Hmm. Uh, the second season finale of Picard on Paramount Plus. You you t- say in ten words or less, or fifteen words or less, why I should watch it. If you're a fan of Star Trek and where the the world of Star Trek is after the next generation ended in the 90s, and you want to know where Picard, where Counselor Troy is, where Riker, Data, and they all left off, you should watch Picard. None of these series after that were set after Next Generation? No. They're all set almost concurrent. So Deep Space Nine, Voyager, and The Next Generation are all within the same time frame. What was the one with Scott Bakula? That was the Enterprise. Uh, that was the 2000s version of it. Uh, only three seasons had it. And that was that was set at the very beginning of space travel. So, like, he's the first captain of the, uh, any Enterprise, of any ship. And if that's uh, not enough for you, series premiere of Star Trek Strange New Worlds on Paramount+. Plus. So this is a spinoff from Star Trek Discovery based on the years that Captain Pike commanded the Enterprise. Right. So anybody who's a Star Trek fan uh, might know that the original series, the one with William Shatner, had a different Captain. Well, a different Captain of the Enterprise before the. It was, it was the, Captain Pike. The menagerie. He rings up in a wheelchair and his face is all disfigured. Right. So they didn't. So the uh, producers at the Desi Lu Network, I think, or the Desi Lu Production Le, Company. Desi Lu Production which Company. Was, uh, Lucy Lucy's, and Desi. They did not like the first pilot that they shot for Star Trek, um, which was the Menagerie, the one with Pike. They just really didn't like it. Um, so they recast the the uh, captain with William Shatner, and then they did a new pilot. Um, so Strange New Worlds kind of takes that history and says, "Well, what would have what was it? What would have been like if we had followed the Enterprise when Pike was around?" They got a Spock in it. So. They do. And the actor who plays Spock apparently watched hours and hours and hours of Le- Leonard Nimoy recordings just so he could get the voice down perfectly. HBO Max, The Staircase, a limited series starring oh, Colin Firth as the main suspect in the suspicious death of his wife, Tony Collette. It is inspired by the true story of The Staircase, which was a documentary. Was it a Netflix one? 
Yeah, it was the Netflix yeah. docuseries. Did you see that one, Joanna? Yeah. It's inspired by the true story of Michael and Kathleen Peterson. Colin Firth will play Michael. Tony Collette will play Kathleen. And we who don't know who will play, play the owl. owl. <laughs> Who's going to be cast as the owl? Uh, Clark on Netflix is a limited series about the guy, Stockholm Syndrome. Well, this says is named after, but that's not the case. Because his name is... His name Not is Stockholm? Clark Olufsen. Right. It's named after the city that happened in. Come on, <laughs> TV guide. Stars Bill Skarsgård as Clark Olufsen, a criminal who bonded with his hostages during the infamous Swedish bank robbery in the 70s. Dolly Parton is saying that she might perform. So that's one of the things that bands that get inducted into the Rock Hall of Fame usually perform. And uh, she was asked if she was going to perform at the ceremony. She said, I don't know. If I do, I'm going to sing the hardest style rock and roll song I could ever muster up just to show I can do it. <laughs> That's a good Dolly Parton. Do you have any suggestions for, like, what the, you know, Bulls on Parade maybe get some uh, rage? What about Disturbed? Yeah, disturbed Into the Sickness? Okay. Uh, maybe Down with the Sickness. Yeah, down with the Sickness. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if you're doing it on purpose at this time. Alienating the audience, that is. I'm not trying. I want them to love me. And she she is promising to do a full-on rock album. She says that she's never done one, which is why she wanted to take herself out of the running in the first place, which I have so much respect for. She says she would like to cover Leonard Skinner's Free Bird and the Rolling Stones' Satisfaction. She says, quote, I love Mick Jagger. I'm hoping... We're both around long enough that he'll come sing with me, and I may have to use the stones to play behind me. I hope he's around long enough? I ho- he's, she said, I hope we're both around long enough, all right? How old is Dolly Parton? It doesn't matter. She's timeless. <laughs> timeless and ageless. A goddess. Let's see here are some facts about Cinco de Mayo. Not Mexican Independence Day. Nope. I've known that for a long time. I hear it is celebrated, though, in one part in Mexico called Puebla. Is it? <laughs> Where it happened. Where it happened. <laughs> Thank you, Joanna. There's another, there's another section of Mexico it's celebrated in called El Paso. <laughs> That's not fair. You know we're not part of Mexico. Cinco de Mayo marks the anniversary of Mexico's underdog win. Over France at the Battle of Puebla in 1862. The following year, a bunch of mining workers from Mexico celebrated it in California, and that's how it became an annual tradition. Much more popular in the United States than it is in Mexico. It is not a national holiday. From what I've been told, people don't take the day off. Most people don't celebrate it in any way but it's really caught on and well the course, pueblins might where is where is puebla i'm looking for a map right now oh okay <laughs> i know where pueblo is it's in colorado not so, far from trinidad puebla is actually <laughs> oh my god very familiar with the area with yeah. trinidad at least puebla is a state in uh central mexico actually and it kind of borders it's not not exactly bordering but kind of borders the gulf of mexico near to the south they asked the question, is it offensive to dress up in a sombrero or poncho for Cinco de Mayo? In a recent poll, 
Well, what do you guys say? Is it offensive to dress up in a sombrero and a poncho? Okay, let me ask you this. If there was a person of Mexican descent or Mexican ancestry, but they're American, they're second or third generation American, uh, could they wear a Mex- uh, sombrero and a sarape and it not be racist? Or would it still be racist? Boy, are you asking me my opinion? Yeah, I'm asking you if an Americanized person... I defer to Joanna. Joanna. Say that again. So, Buzz is saying, it's in a, is it inappropriate for people to be wearing If uh, a pocho sombreros? dresses up in a sombrero and a serape, yeah. is it offensive? Is it a white girl? No, no it's it, a, a person of Mexican oh. descent. Ugh. It's kind of like those things where cringy. you're like... It's very cringy, but you know how when people wear like a Metallica shirt and you're like... Name three songs. Right. Name three states it just in Mexico. Fit me, okay? <laughs> in a recent poll, if you just want to know where the United States is, 51% of Americans say it's fine to wear a sombrero or a poncho. 14%, only 14% said it's inappropriate, and 35% said unsure. The Anti-Defamation League says don't do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, don't people wear green on St. Patrick's Day? I guess... What if people... Dressed got, up as red, an Irishman? Red-headed, red-headed wigs and freckle, and put freckles all over themselves. I think they'd be a hit. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, probably. Well, I've never celebrated um, St. Patrick's Day in a predominantly Irish, like Boston or anything, but I would assume like if somebody showed up and they had a red wig on and they were either, you know, Mexican-American or African, I, I would assume most people would get a big kick out of it. Hmm. But I don't know if it, if it works both ways. Peacock has canceled the Save by the Bell reboot <gasps> after two seasons. Oh, no. Really, Did you watch Joanna? any of that, Joanne, or you no, don't have Peacock? I, <laughs> I never watched it. Really? Really, Joanne? Did they have the same actors? Or any of the same ones? They had... The, they, the they're preppy. the parents. The preppy uh, was the governor. And then... Wait, you mean Zach Morris? Yes. And then... You mean Homelander? A.C. Slater was a, something at the school. And the chick with the... I'm so excited... What's her name? Jesse. Jesse was right? a teacher there, I think. Jesse Spano. So it was the the but then they have kids too, right? Yes. I, I haven't seen a single I episode. I haven't really seen it. They didn't cast the guy who played Screech in it, and he was sore about that, but then he died in real life. Dustin, Dustin Diamond, Diamond who played Screech passed away. Oh my away. god, I forgot he died. I got a, a story here. Nantucket, Massachusetts is voting and on the ballot oh my god they want to make all the beaches on nantucket island topless beaches. so oh, what the really? vote is uh, all of our beaches are going to be topless this went completely a different way than i thought well, why what did you say nantucket was going to file an official complaint about everybody making dirty lim- about all the men limericks about yeah because it's, nantucket. nantucket's just used in limericks <laughs> I, there once was a man. I didn't even know there really was an end. Yeah, it's a big island that's still part of Massachusetts. A ferry runs, you know, between back and forth. So, Buzz, can you make a limerick out of this story? That they're voting to make all the beaches topless in Nantucket? Uh, Sure. I have to beat myself. Okay. 
And you're not allowed to listen to this if you're going to get offended because it's a dirty limerick. Okay. About Nantucket and their vote. There once was a man in Nantucket who walked around the beach asking women to hit. (laughs) Okay. When they had their fits, he said, but I can see your... Uh-huh. So I thought to myself, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Nice.